This is Richard Deitch, the host of the Sports Media Podcast with Richard Deitch. Multiple times a week, our podcast will get you interviews with the most notable names in sports media, from broadcasters to dealmakers to people doing great work behind the scenes. Here's Hubie Brown. Anytime that you win an award, it's not just because of the announcer and the analyst. It's always because of the production team. That's the Sports Media Podcast with Richard Deitch. Listen on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Before we get started, I just want to say on behalf of every single Met fan out there, this is the Rico Bronya Podcast. On behalf of all of the people that were at Chase Stadium on that October night, on behalf of every Met fan that's watched this man pitch, let me just tell Adam Wainwright, can you go f*** yourself? <laughs> wow. Well, wow, you weren't kidding. You were. You came in hot. Subscribe and listen to the Rico Bronya Podcast, available on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. Can't get enough of Boomer and Carton in the morning? Al Dukes and Jerry Recco are here with some sports news and updates they didn't have time to cover. Here we go. It's the Boomer and Carton Postgame Show with Al and Jerry. Wrapping up the podcast week. Al over there. I'm over here. Good to have you with us on a Thursday. Fake announcer voice. I legitimately thought today was Wednesday. You're telling me it's Thursday? I believe it is. Today is Thursday. Nice. How about that? That's pretty exciting. By the way, we have park, we have parking issues coming. Well, we do. You might not because you get here at midnight now, but I have parked. I think I am now resigned to the fact that I am just going to pull up in front of the building and just pay the meter. Pay them the Which, the hourly meter, Jerry. I wish I I would like to do every day and never drive anywhere for parking. And my route is now very small. I two blocks. If there's no parking, I'm out. Your radius around the radio. Station. I don't have a radius anymore. It's okay, the same two block blocks. Down. <laughs> if there's no parking there, you park in front and pay. Right. Nothing wrong with the that, Jerry. The problem is twofold. A, there's not always a spot available out front. Which is very disappointing when I, I have it in my mind. I'm not looking. And I just want to park. B, the having to run down every hour is a pain in the balls when we don't have help and I'm by myself now, which is fine. But like up by Columbia, Al, I can park for six hours at the meter. Six hours. Even if you gave me two hours down here. If I went down at nine, all right, I can clear myself until 11. Good. But yes. I got that nine and 10 and 11. And between this, 10 10 wins. And, oh, by the way, fan, it's hard to go take five minutes out. Whatever is what it is. So, But the UPS guys are going to be now circling the area starting at 3.30, I was told. Oh, right. So it's I good you get here at uh, 1 a.m. And I think Eddie's going to start getting – I think Eddie's going to start staying here. Uh, Mark, <laughs> Eddie I might think just live here. Mark is going to deal with him on rent. Oh, right. Uh, this is a – yeah, it's really not. It's a post-show podcast about things that we were going to – this is what this is what we do. We talk about topics that we find interesting. Yes. And I saw the newspaper today, and I'm talking about the New York Post on the front page. I don't know if it's in the late edition, but the early edition. And there's a very attractive female on the top left corner of the front page. Piqued my interest because it said Girls Club or something like that. So you go to page 47 of the New York Post this morning, and the headline is Girls with Benefits, and it's about a women-only sex club. Now, your first thought is, Oh, lesbian, you know, must be a lesbian club, women only if it's about sex. But here's the thing that I find fascinating. And me and my wife talk about this a lot. There are straight women that, are, that, that go here too. Straight women that want to flirt with other women. Men are not allowed in. I always wonder, has it become, and I don't think this is controversial, what I'm going to say. Maybe it is, and if it is. It may be shocking, Jerry. No, it's not shocking. Oh, okay, not shocking. I'm just asking the question. All right. There are legitimately people out there 
that are gay. No, right? We totally agree with that. No yes. questions asked. I always wonder with women, though, if, and I mean the younger ones, are they legitimately gay or has it become cool to be interested in men and women? And I only say that because there are, I mean, I don't know, growing up, I didn't know of people that were into the same sex. I am finding it more and more, though, of the younger, these 20-somethings, I'm seeing more and more girls with girls. Right. And I, I don't know. Do you think it's become fashionable well, and cool? I think as well as a genetic and scientific thing. Yeah, I mean, I think if you are not a lesbian or bisexual by nature, there are some younger women that that just think it's like you said, it's cool uh, to. Uh, but they, I think they just make out with other girls. I don't think they go the full distance. Right, and that's what this is. I mean, it's these clubs, straight women that want to go in there and, and make literally out. flirt and touch and yes. all that stuff. I mean, can you think of a man's club where men are <laughs> flirting with one another? Like, what are you doing, Friday, Al? You want to get it out? But if you find one, let me know. <laughs> you want a spoon, Friday night, Al? <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, no, it's different. Certainly different, different for men and women. Um, I don't know. I, I have the same questions, Jerry. I mean, that whole guy, that guy uh, built, uh, what was the, um, what are those videos that are on sale in the middle of the night all the time? Girls, uh the heck's it called? Girls Gone Wild? Girls Gone Wild. Right. That guy built an entire... He's in jail now, I think. Yeah. I mean, how'd you screw that up? That well, guy... he screwed that up royally. Yeah, he screwed that up. But uh, yeah, so there was a whole industry based on that. And girls, listen, if you go out to nightclubs, Jerry, I don't go anymore because I'm an old man. But uh, and in college towns, if you go to the nightclubs, girls are dancing with each other at the bars. They're dirty dancing with each other. They're making out. I think it's just part of what they do when they go out now for the night. It must They're be. Curious. I mean, the girl who started this, she's now in, I think she's in her 30s. Um, her name is Genevieve Lejeune. Ah, she's from she's London. French. Oh, London. Uh, maybe she's French, but I think she's from London. All right. And she is like, she was able to quit her job to basically run this. That's how popular it is. Here's the other theory I have heard that women do it because they, they, they like to, um, they, they know guys like it. Yes. So they do it to kind of tease guys. I've but heard that. But the guys aren't allowed in. Oh. And by the way, it's on Bleecker, so it's around here. Bleecker's Bleecker somewhere Street. here. Yeah, isn't it? It's around here somewhere. You might be parking near there soon. So she started this thing. There's four of them now. Four clubs? Yeah. There's one in Miami. There's one in New York, and you have a couple abroad. But, I mean, I don't know, man. I, it's, it's wild. It's just so different than guys. The whole book... That, you know, what is it? Women are from Mars, men are from Venus, or women are from Venus, men are from Mars, whatever. Men are from Venus, Jerry. Could not no, be. No, men are from Mars, Mars women, women are, from, are Venus. from Venus. It could not be more true. Like, the idea that we are any way, shape, or form the same as women, and I don't mean, I mean emotionally and mentally. Yes. Is so true that it's actually scary. We're very different, Jerry. This ties into, this was sent to me. I was trying to ignore this study, Jerry, because... I don't know. It just seemed too. It's just slapped in the face that we should do it, and I was, okay. and for some reason I wasn't interested in doing it. But I've got it sent to me many times on Twitter, and it ties into this. So Pornhub, that <laughs> website you enjoy. By the way, if Pornhub is out there, 
If you need an endorser. They've got a whole study. If you need an endorser, Al Dukes for Pornhub. Hi, no. I'm Al Dukes what for I like Pornhub. What I is that they clearly have a research team that they work with. They, they're constantly putting out studies. Well, according to you, they're amazingly successful, are they not? It's uh, the top studies now are Quinnipiac polls and Pornhub <laughs> studies. By the way, does Pornhub have a study on the next president? <laughs> no, no. This is a re- it revealed state by state the most popular search terms okay. in the United States. And looking at this map, the word lesbian is on most of the states. Really? So that ties into what you were saying. I think women think that guys like lesbians, guys as we do see like here. So then they do it to kind of ha- have fun at our expense uh, when they're out dancing in the clubs. Lesbian was a big one here. Here's here's one strange, though. And, and if I knew by looking at a map of the U.S. which state was which state, which yeah. I don't, I'd be able to tell you. Like, I don't know what state that is, Jerry. Okay. Could but be Illinois. They like, that's not Illinois. He's here. But there, here's one state where their most common search term for pornography is cartoon. That's a big thing now. Cartoon pornography. Cartoon pornography? Yeah, so they'll take, Stop. like, the family guy and somebody does it up so that the family guy is involved in sexual You're kidding things. Me. Yeah. And that turns people on. <laughs> Evidently. Cartoons having sex. Cartoons having sex. Yes, Jerry. Um, another popular one on this map of the U.S. of search terms at Pornhub, stepsister. Why? I guess because it's wrong. You should not be with your stepsister, Jerry. Oh. So I think people like things that they think are is wrong. But, uh, yeah, so I think that all ties in together. Is MILF still a big one? Or MILF is that is, out the uh, window? No, it's still there. <laughs> that really tiny state over there likes MILFs. That could be Maine. Maine, yes. Or Rhode Island. I can't I think, see you're uh, a little far away yeah, from that. Yeah, I have no idea, tell. Jerry. I see you're in the upper right-hand part of the country, yeah. though. Yeah, definitely. So got to get into yeah. this porn thing. I got <laughs> Stepsister and stepmom also popular. Stepmom. Yeah. Wow. So that's in uh, the Pornhub thing there, Jerry. Could you imagine if you lived in a house where you were having sex with your stepmom? I mean, this is silly at this point, is it not? <laughs> Why? Really? You're the one that brings up surveys from Pornhub every day. Every day. Yeah, I'm science. the one asking these silly questions. Science, Jerry. Here's one that comes science. up while we're in the um, subject Gutter? of nudity. Here's another survey. Okay. Where's this one from? I don't know who put this out, Jerry. got to be Quinnipiac if it's not Pornhub. <laughs> I, mean, I don't know who put this one out. It was not Pornhub. They took a survey of a... And this says 15% of Americans admit they've cooked in the nude. I don't believe Cooking. That. I don't believe Me that. neither. No way. You can't cook anything greasy because if you get splattered nude, you're, all of your skin is showing. You'll I'm pretty get sure that's probably not why most of us do it. <laughs> why, are people, why are people cooking nude? I don't think that. I don't think that's true. You, you, don't think you 15% cannot tell of me people. that 15% of this country cooks naked. Hmm. There's what no percent do you way. think it is? Less than one. Less than one percent. Yes. Some people said in filling out this poll they couldn't remember. You'd remember if you cooked How do you the not nude. Remember. And I cook very careful things now. Like I steam vegetables. I could do that nude if I wanted to. But why would I? Like I don't get people that walk around. Even if you live by, I live by myself. Yes. I would never. I don't walk around nude in my Never? house. No. Why not? Why would I? It's I mean, talk about the weird. freedom you have. Well, I, I I put sweatpants on at a bare minimum. I know. I get that. But if you get out of the shower one day and you're thirsty, yeah. you're going to tell me you don't just walk naked no, in the refrigerator, grab a bottle up, of water? No, I keep wrapped up in my towel. For what reason? I don't know. What if there's a fire and I have to run out immediately? Is I'm that nude? really what we're thinking about? That's why I never th- thought to sleep <laughs> naked 
to sleep naked because I thought, what if there's a... But you have with your girlfriend. No, I sleep in... I'm Never? always clothed. Jerry, I'm ready. I always sleep as if a fire alarm's going to go off so you, and I need to get out. I would love to put a camera in your house. You'll see Al in a full suit and shoes yeah. under the covers. It, in the wintertime, I sleep with a coat on because if no, I get thrown don't. out there... Get out of here. I don't believe that. I think you're crazy. I don't think you're that crazy. I, I I do always prepare for an emergency. What if there's an intruder? I'm going to be nude fighting an intruder? No. How about the fact that the percentages of any of that happening are so small, I, you can't be concerned about it. Does it happen? Small. Yes. It does happen. But you Imagine can't I'm on the news. something on the way out. I'm fighting an intruder. I'm going to put my pants on. I like to be fully ready to fight an intruder or to run out. Because there's a fire. What would an intruder... How about that idea, right? <laughs> a guy breaks into your house. And I fight him nude. And here comes the three-legged Al Dukes, right? It would be like, what is that? Yeah. <laughs> I would do karate chops on him. Uh, nude. I, you're, uh, you're telling me you've never... I mean, not even naked with your girlfriend. I don't sleep naked, no. Not even with your girlfriend. I'm I, not saying on a Wednesday night before you come to work. <laughs> I'm saying on a Saturday night, you have a good night... Things go well. You never wake up in the bed next to her. I'm like, wow, I didn't put any clothes on. I'm always ready for an intruder, Jerry. Whatever, and I don't like to fight nude intruder. So no, I'm not nude. I'm not a big have, nude guy. Do you have any sense of adventure? <laughs> like any, or is everything calculated? Yeah, I'm thinking about fighting intruders with my pants on. That's adventure. Calculated is what it is. Yes, very calculated. I mean, you are unbelievable. Yeah. No wonder why it took you 17 months to decide to go buy that car you bought. <laughs> I don't make any rash decisions. It's fun to make rash decisions. No, I I, I would think back and regret rash decisions. Why? If I think them through, Forget tomorrow, I'm fine. think about today. But then tomorrow, you have to live with your bad decisions. There are certain things in life that, yes, are going to be bad decisions, and you will either A, regret them, and think about them constantly. No right. question. You cheat on your girlfriend, you'll probably never forget it because you f you f something good up. Right. right. No doubt. That's hard to get out of your head. But in terms of something that you bought or you made a bad decision with lunch, mm -hmm. who cares? No, I will think about a bad decision at lunch. Why though? And I'll write. Oftentimes, write the company. I know you. I know you will. I mean, just move on, dude. It's okay. Here's the deal. You get one trip around. Right. Why waste your time being settled down with crap that really has no impact on your life going forward? Right. And that's it. Again, you cheat on your girlfriend, that impacts your life. Sure. You buy a bad sandwich or you go to a restaurant <laughs> that sucked. Also bad. It actually positively impacts your life because now you know I'm not going there anymore. You knock the place out and off the list you don't have to think about. The car didn't turn out so good. Fair enough. You never buy another one. And now it's exciting because think of this. How about this? Talk about, you know, rash decisions, right? You buy a car you don't like. All right, you're stuck with it for a few years. You now know, scratch that one off the list. I'm never buying that car again. And now think about the excitement of trying to figure out what car do I want next. Isn't that kind of cool? Instead of looking at it the other way, let's look at it positively. So are you suggesting that I do the similar things I do but just do them nude? <laughs> no, I, no, I don't want you going to the dealership naked. That would be adventurous. Nude. I want you to. I want you to let me pick out your next car. All right, Jerry. Because I'll tell you right now, I would put you in a Jeep Renegade. I would. I Great like for a Jeep. parking. Yes. Four wheel drive. Agree. Not big. Good gas mileage. Stylish. 
Here's the thing, though. My nephew who just turned 17, oh, just Christ. got oh, one. God almighty. I'm, all right. Whatever. Is that like a kid's car? Thing? No, no, it's not. God. All right, let's move on because now you're frustrating. I got to be honest. What time? By the way, uh, if you're if you're interested, I got baseball practice today. You want to come hang out and see what we do? Um, see what you do? Will you practice baseball? Yeah, indoor. It's kind of fun, actually. Oh, I see. Jerry, did you mention that you practice baseball? Are you a coach or something? I am, yes. Of I, youth sports? Of youth sports, yes. My son's 11, my other one's 6. I got a couple of teams, and away we go. Hmm. So it's so, actually pretty cool. Um, today we're inside. We do a lot of batting practice. I today. see. See how many kids show up. I hope they all got the memo about practice. Well, Jerry, it seems like uh, there's so many different details. May I suggest you and your team use Team Snap, Jerry? What's that? Oh, it's an app that you put on your cellular telephones. And basically what it does is it tells you where the game is today, um, what you have to bring to the game, which kids need a lift to the game, Every single thing you can think of to stop, so to keeps people from being confused and not knowing what's going on with the games. Well, I don't have a game. I have practice. Can I use it for practice? Yes, you can use it for practice, Jerry. It's everything you need for your kids' little leagues. Well, I like it because I think that sounds like a great idea, and I, yeah. I think I'm going to go to TeamSnap.com and sign up for this because... I don't know who's getting there and how. I got to make sure they know where they're going. I got to make sure they know that there's a fee involved. I pay for some, not all of it. Right. Uh, I got to make sure they know what our schedule is for the weekend. So if I can do all this at TeamSnap.com, that will actually solve a lot of problems for me. You can, Jerry. And in fact, if you go to TeamSnap.com slash postgame, you can try a season for free, which reminds me, that's what I'm going to get you as a gift. What kind of gift is that? The teamsnap.com slash postgame. But you said it's free. That's it not a gift. It is free, but the thought of it. No, the, no, that's a suggestion. That's well, not a gift. The, really, it's a gift for everybody. How about I get my own gift because it's free? It's free, but I did come up with the idea no. to tell you about you it. Know, no, 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 no. I will get it myself at teamsnap.com slash postgame because it's free. Right. Then how about this? You could use my credit card. I don't need a credit card. There's no credit card required, and it's free. I mean, this is what we're talking about. If you're a coach out there, teamsnap.com slash postgame, and don't let this guy tell you that he's going to give you a gift for anything because all he's going to do is give you free stuff. I think the way people were doing this before TeamSnap existed was just all these constant emails that just get lost in your stupid inbox. Yeah, I can tell you, all kidding aside, I can tell you between email and texting, my head was spinning. Yeah. Trying to it's organize enough. it all. And Team Snap uh, actually is a big, big help. So teamsnap.com slash postgame. Yes. Here's something else that's a help for kids, Jerry. I don't know if you take your uh, kids after their games, if you take them out for some food yeah, or some snacks. Sometimes. So check out with what Chick-fil-A is doing. By the way, Cooking you know, nude? No, no, no. You know how Chick-fil-A <laughs> is spelled? It's uh, chick yeah, dash F I L dash A. Yeah. Chick-fil-A. Right. Meaning like a, a filet is a piece of chicken. And I get that. No, no. My family, up until I probably was in my twenties, I swear to you, we called it Chick-fila. Oh boy. I swear. Come on. No one caught on that it was Chick-fil-A. <laughs> Years. We'd go like uh Going to Chick Fil A? Really? Yeah, Chick Fil A. Oh, that's so sad. Yeah, very sad. You never heard a commercial nope. or saw a commercial for it? They had all the the the, the chickens running out of the store. You I'm sure at that? some point that's when it clicked in for us, but oh we called God. it Chick Fil A. That is funny. Well, both Chick Fil A and Chick Fil A, Jerry, they have an idea. Not all the stores are doing it, but many of them are doing it. Uh, it's this thing where they will give you free ice cream cones 
If you agree when you get in there with your family and you get your food and you sit down, they have a cardboard box that looks like the Dunkin' Munchkin box. Yeah, sure. And you like all, a box lunch. Yeah, you all agree to to uh, put your phones on silent, put your phones in that box, and eat your meal, talking to each other instead of looking at your phones. Free ice cream cones for everyone. I love that idea, and I'll tell you why. I was you out love last ice cream? night with my son. I do, and I was out with my son and my wife last night for dinner, and we had noticed an inordinate amount of people that do not talk to each other anymore. Right. And they're all on their phones, and we had one couple next to us. I swear to you, we were there for one hour. I, and we got there relatively close to the same time. I don't think they said more than one or two words to one another. The woman, the wife, was on her phone as she was eating her nachos. She had, she was eating the nachos with her left hand, and she had the phone in her right hand. She never stopped, and she was constantly texting, tweeting, whatever the hell she was doing. The guy looked frustrated, and from time to time would pick up his phone out of boredom. But it is, I mean, you talk about the texting and driving being an epidemic. Socially, the phones are an epidemic. I suggest this. As couples, I think the phone should stay in the car when you go into a restaurant. It's one hour of your life. Right. Right? You don't need it. Now, like the other night, me and my wife were in Philadelphia, went to a nice restaurant. Not Neither one of us picked up the phone, but you look around, people are on them. No need. It's one hour. Come on. Right. And it's just, it's killing everybody. Hmm. I always worry on a restaurant to put it on the table, because what if you spill, spill something on it? My phone. That's what I don't want anything That's why you don't put on. it on the table. Yeah, I don't put it on the table. No, nor should you. But I don't know. The whole thing bothers me. Yeah. Of course, I'm sure you probably will make sure you can't leave it in the car. What if the restaurant gets held up? How am I going to contact the outside world and be rescued? I mean, you effing wacko. I, and I see the look in your face. You were thinking it. I have thought of that. Where I'd be of like, course you have. I have times when, when, when oh I God. need to charge my phone and I was like, oh, I'll leave it home. But I'm like, what if I'm in the car? And I actually think this. What if I'm run off the road? I'm rolled into a ditch. <laughs> I would need to call help. <laughs> you are out of your mind. That is true. You though. really are. Now, I will say, I have gone, there's a bank within a couple of blocks of here, and I have from time to time gone there during the show, and I am in the bank sometimes online, and it'd be like, hey, I'm looking at my watch, like, my God, I got to get back in there by 920. But B, I'll be like, could you imagine if this place got held up right now? Right. I mean, I'd be calling into the show, they'd be thinking it's a joke, and here I am. Stuck in a bank being held up. Yeah, that's why stuff happens. People do feel like they need their phones for emergency. So, like, if you like when you went to dinner with your wife, didn't you think at some point, mm, my kids, what if there's a situation and I need to be reached? Yes, and that is why I keep my phone in my pocket on vibrate. I don't, it's not like I'm going to not have it when I know my kids are out. But, like, when the four of us go out now, there's no need for the phone. No need. None. That's I, true. When you go out as a family. No chance. Matthew's 11. He's got his first phone. There's no chance he's bringing that with him. Right. Not happening. So if we don't allow him to use it, we're not going to use it. Then, Jerry, earlier today we talked a little bit about the, that there were seven Ty Cobb baseball cards yeah. that were found in somebody's, uh, in the, like, the grandfather's house or sure. something in a bag. Very rare because there were only 15 known in the world prior to, to finding these seven. God. And I, we got the thinking on the air. Was there like was there anything, I don't know that where we live, our houses are all that old, but my girlfriend lives in this house that I think was built in the 20s. And she found up in her attic, in fact, it was being these, these old movie posters for a movie theater in town uh, were being used as insulation in her walls. Amazing. And they're in really good condition. They're like from Laurel and Hardy and uh, the Gone with the Wind era yeah, type sure, things. Sure. 
is really cool, but I never had anything in my house. But did you ever have anything when you were a kid where you thought, oh, these are going to be worth something? The only thing I ever found was when I was a kid, I found in a box an Ernie Banks baseball card. It was my father's, and why he... I think that one just got left behind when he threw out the rest of his. Or maybe he thought that one is perhaps one. I may as well save this. Um, I never, I never sold it. I still have it. Actually, it's not worth a ton. It's worth money. It's not worth a ton though. It's in good shape. It's not a rookie card, which is why it's not worth a whole lot of money. Maybe five or six years into his career, I still have it though. Uh, but that's it. I, mean, I don't find nothing in my house. Yeah, never did. And now in this house I'm in, I mean, you know, what I did find I found a um, in the attic. This house was built in 1956 that I live in now. And I remember when we first moved in and we got into the attic to clear some stuff that they left us, I found a lot of empty bottles of Vicodin. Really? Yeah. So I felt someone clearly had a problem in that house. My, uh, for some reason, when I was younger, I was ballsy enough living at home that I got, uh, got a subscription to Playboy. That's amazing. Did I tell you this story? Yes, you have. Where, because uh, you would get the mail. Yes, because I would get the mail. So I'd get Playboy. So... When I when I went away went away to college and then moved out and everything, I had left all these Playboys in my uh, in a box in my house. And my when my parents were moving, they found this box, and my father said, "Hey, I, you got a bunch of Playboys in here. I, you know, these things are twenty years old. They may be worth something." I I, I told him they weren't worth anything because what I didn't know, tell him though, I had ripped out the centerfolds <laughs> to take to college with me. <laughs> so sad. <laughs> that is so sad. It's funny though. Good but even you. those, they're not worth anything. Of course they're not. The they were Star mass Wars produced. Right. The Star Wars figures I had in 1978 yeah. mass I, produced. I had the GI Joes, hundreds but of them. But you thought at some point, like when my parents moved, they they're like, "Oh, we found your old Atari right. and you're in television. This is worth nothing." Nobody wants them. No one cares. No, absolutely not. I'll give you a quick one yeah. just based on the Playboy thing you're talking about. I really was a pretty good kid. I never, I never uh, listened to bad music other than the Anthrax little uh, period I went through. But one time, I had a friend of mine. He used to take his dad's Playboys, and one time he's like, you know, I got one for you. Got to see it. I'm like, I don't want it. And he, <laughs> he like he brought it in his backpack over yeah, from school one you day. You got to see it. And he's like, I'm gonna leave it under your bed. You got to see it. I'm like, I don't want it. He's like, just take it. And look. All right, fine. I was 12 or 13, maybe 11. I don't even know. And so, all right, fine. You look at it. All right, good. I had a big box in my closet, so I put it in my box. That sounds great. So I put it in the box in the closet, and sure as hell, Saturday morning I wake up. My dad's like, let's go get up. I'm like, okay, what are we doing? He goes, you know what we're doing? We're emptying out the closets today, and we're going through everything, and we're getting rid of stuff. We've got too much crap in this house. I'm like, what are you doing? Like, we're going in the closet. We're going to start with that box and all your clothes. I'm like, ah. like, all right, can you give me, like, five minutes? And I was panicked. Yeah. He's like, yeah, sure, no problem. He went out, and I'm digging through the box. I'm digging. I finally found it, wound up ripping the magazine, and I stuffed it in between, you know, the, the, the box spring and the bed. Midway through the day, my mother comes in with all new sheets. I swear to God, it was like they knew. She's like, like a oh, movie. we're going to do, redo your bed. I'm like, no, you're not. <laughs> She's like, you all right? Like, no, I'm not okay. And I got away with it, but my God, yeah. it, it taught me. We're good. I don't you can't need sneak this around, Jerry. Uh, I'm gonna go sneak to the next studio. Okay, I'll see, see you on Monday. It's the Boomer and Carton Post Game Show wow! with the real stars of the show, Alan Jerry.